Can you hear me now? I can hear you a lot better now, yeah. I don't know what the hell is going on. When I switched headphones, for some reason, it wouldn't give me, wouldn't let me talk. Well, I think we should probably just go with this because I can hear you pretty clear. Like, how do I sound? Am I fine? Oh, yeah, yeah. A little loud and clear. Okay, cool. Good deal. Yeah, go ahead and start it out, and I'll, I'll rattle off some of these things that I picked up, and we'll see how it goes. Okay, so we're going to act like that last 30 seconds didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to start it as if we just picked up right now. Right. Okay. Welcome to the podcast that explores mysterious disappearances, bizarre worldly occurrences, strange phenomenon, and basically everything that's weird. Okay, so tonight on Everything That Is Weird, we have a conspiracy of Titanic proportions. <laughs> Were you saving that one? I was. I didn't want to let you in on that. <laughs> um, so what we're exploring tonight is the conspiracy that the Titanic did not sink. Now that isn't to say that there is not a ship at the bottom of the ocean. It's to say that it was the Olympic instead. Correct. Correct. Um, are you playing with a lighter? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That is true. That's what this is. This this conspiracy is to say that in actuality, the ship that is on, at the bottom of the ocean mm-hmm. is not the, the RMS Titanic, rather the sister ship of the same company, the White Star Line, which is the Olympic. Correct. Okay, so in order to to under kind of understand this whole story, we should probably do a brief history of the White Star Line itself and kind of why there are these conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Now, there, there, this isn't the only conspiracy with the Titanic. No. There, there's a lot of conspiracies. Like there's... one of them, one of them is that the Federal Reserve. Have you read that? Yep. Okay. <laughs> So the Federal Reserve conspiracy is that there were three wealthy men. Jacob Astor, Isidore Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim. Correct. And they were all on the Titanic. And they all perished on the Titanic. And J.P. Morgan, who owned uh, the White Star Line company, supposedly had a ticket and didn't go on the voyage and the conspiracy for that is that it was because he supported the Federal Reserve and the other three didn't yeah but that is actually not true no uh, two of them Astor and Guggenheim never really took a stance on it and Strauss himself was actually for it right but we're not going to do that one we're doing whether or not the Titanic 
at the bottom of the ocean that James Cameron um, <laughs> film is actually the Titanic and not the Olympic or another ship. Right. Um, by the way, the meme that you sent me with the launching of the new Titanic in 2022 and Leonardo DiCaprio saying, no fucking thank you. It's really, really funny. It's really funny. <laughs> he said, nope. Not unless you put more big ass doors on them. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, he had, there was room. Um, so banker JP Morgan, mm-hmm. he actually owned the White Star Line company and he was not allowed to own a ship under British rule. And I don't know if that's still a law there or not, but whatever their nautical laws were, he was not allow- allowed to own a ship that carried passengers so the loophole was he bought the company and they just built the ships and there was actually somebody else that owned the ship yeah but he owned the company Um, he he bankrolled it exactly and the guy that was the owner um, he was like the CEO and he commissioned three luxury ships because they were up against a a North American company, uh, the Cunard Company. And they were, the Cunard Company was known for their luxury passenger ships. And they would go um, on these cruises and they made tons of money. And they were in direct competition with White Star Line. So they they commissioned to build the Olympic, the Titanic, and the Britannic. Yeah, the Britannic was going to be a, a hospital bed. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. So the Olympic was the first to be built. It started construction in 1908. It took its maiden voyage um, on May 14th of 1911. Um, but it doesn't have uh, a great... It doesn't have a great maiden voyage. <laughs> right off the bat... It hits uh, the HMS Hawk, mm-hmm. um, a warship that was actually designed to ram ships. Yeah, it which... had, a, it had a, big, uh, a big ram under the water. <laughs> right? Ripped so a hole right in it. The absolute worst ship you could hit, <laughs> and it just kind of got sucked into it. It was the way I understand it, right? Yeah, well, they had to do an investigation because they uh, accused uh, the, the Olympic of being fault, and they found them at fault. Right. So it returns to Belfast, and this is in 1912 for repairs. And this is kind of like where the where the conspiracy gets set up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's at the same time they're built they're building the Titanic in the same shipyard. Right. This one of only two times the ships are uh, together outside of them being built originally. After so launched. <laughs> right. So it's damaged. They go to court. They sue the Royal Navy. The Royal Navy has sovereign immunity. 
and they're held not responsible for the damage of the Olympic. So, at the time, it was like $250,000 in repairs. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, I don't have a inflation calculator on me real quick. <laughs> but probably a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Since the, the boat itself um, was only insured for $5 million. Yeah. And I'm going to look it up right now. 1911 money. Um, so, okay, so it's it's about $8 million, is what it's saying. Okay. Um, now, this is ridiculous. And this is, yeah, you know, we just talked about this. Mm-hmm. Captain Smith, Captain Edward Smith, was actually in command when the incident happened, but he was found personally to not be at fault. <laughs> and therefore appointed as captain of the RMS Titanic, which isn't a huge deal, except it's his last voyage. <laughs> you never take the first or last right trip with anybody. <laughs> um, so that's kind of the Olympic right there. Right around this time, the Titanic is finished. It goes on its maiden voyage. And of course, unless you don't know, um, it, it launches in 1911. And April 12th, it, uh, on 1912, it departs Southampton. Um, right away, they already have ice warnings. Um, on April 14th, it hits an iceberg. Yeah. At 11.40 p.m., and by 2.20, it's at the bottom of the ocean. In the process, uh, 1,500 people die. Yeah. Um, in 1915, the Olympic um, became a vessel for World War I and troops. They used it to transport troops from Canada to England they even painted it with war camouflage um, so it kind of had like this blue black and white design yeah and this is crazy they were still finding bodies did you read that no so they would take off from Halifax and go to England and when they were doing this trip to, to transfer Canadian um troops to Europe they would still come across bodies and all oh, from the like floating in the water yeah from Titanic oh wow and they would bury them in Halifax and Halifax um, to date has the most people from the Titanic buried on their soil <laughs> there's also um a guy buried there named Jay Dawson, which was Leonardo DiCaprio's, um, it was his character in the Titanic, but that was a fictional character. Mm-hmm. And this guy was actually um, a coal shoveler. 
and for oh. the for the steam engines, right? Yeah. And his name was John Dawson, not Jack, but it didn't matter. On the tombstone, it says Jay Dawson, and this got like a lot of uh, this grave gets a lot of attention, even like to this day. They put flowers and stuff. <laughs> Stupid, right? <laughs> right. Um, there was a lot of crew. Yes, there's like 885 crew members for the Titanic. For the Titanic, yes, there was. Um, it had an amazing amount of stuff on it for the time. Yeah, it had its own newspaper. Yeah, it had a gym, mm-hmm. a pool, and a Turkish bath. What well, I'm not really sure what the Turkish bath is. Is that like steamer? Man, I, it makes me think of a bunch of naked dudes in a in a steamy room. There's a movie with Matthew Perry. And at the beginning, at the beginning, he's at an art exhibit, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all butts. <laughs> and uh, there's one; it's like a hairy butt, and it has it has flags in the butt, like, it, and then it's like turkey. And he's like, "Wow, I didn't know things were so hairy down in Turkey." <laughs> <laughs> that's what I always. That's, I, that's <laughs> all that comes to my mind. Right. That's, every time anybody says that Turkish bath, that's what I think of. But the Olympic was used as a transport ship, and it actually came across a German U-boat that was having technical difficulties, and the captain ordered to ram it. It did, and it successfully sunk the U-boat. Wow. Uh, that captain received the Medal of Valor from the Royal Navy. It was uh, eventually retired as a warship and was given the title Old Reliable. And then it was sent back to Belfast so it could be repainted, repurposed, and made back into an ocean liner. Hmm. So the Britannic was still being built um, when the Titanic sunk. Yeah. Um, but like right away, they were already into World War One, And it immediately became... Um, repurposed as a hospital ship like you were saying yeah when it was finished it was a hospital ship right and they painted it with uh, red crosses Mm -hmm. and it was used in the Mediterranean mostly and it sank on (laughs) November 21st 1916 it hit a mine in Greece Mm -hmm. Um, and worse than the Titanic it took about an hour to sink um, but because the water was warmer and there were more lifeboats than the Titanic, yes. um, a hundred, a thousand and six people out of a thousand thirty people survived. Right. Um, and most of the people that were killed were on two lifeboats that launched prematurely. And they were sucked into the props of the ship. <laughs> oh, shit. Right? We're going to live. We're going to die. But here's the crazy thing. One of the people that survived from these lifeboats was a badass. Her name was Violet Jessup. So they prematurely launched these lifeboats. They're going down. When they hit the first one hits the water, it immediately gets sucked in the prop. 
she's a little bit above that. She realized this, jumps out. And what's crazy was that she was on the Olympic the first time they got hit. <laughs> she was on the Titanic and survived the Titanic. Yeah. And then she also survived the Britannic. Right. <laughs> she made it though. She Stop vanished. getting on the fucking boats. Man. Right. With that with that cruise Jesus line. Christ. <laughs> um the Olympic though the war's over. The Olympic goes um back to Belfast. They make it back into a cruise ship and it ends up running for it was like twenty four years or something. Long time. Long time. And, and up until nineteen thirty four. And like these ships just can't stop hitting stuff. <laughs> it was Well, they it were was, so massive that they, they were drawing stuff into them. Right. It's like they had their own gravity there. For yeah, you know, like just because it sat it sat so deep in the water. It right. made this it made this big draft behind it that And that makes sense. That, mm-hmm. I mean that does make sense. But it did broadside the Nantucket under fog in the New York Harbor <laughs> and sank the Nantucket. Yeah. Um it was not hurt. Um but you know, by this time the White Star Line company had come over uh come under like a bunch of lawsuits. They had a ton of liability that they were paying out on. They had lost a lot of money with these wrecks and all the issues that had happened and who, like the Nantucket, um, the the complete loss of the Olympic, the Titanic, and the people that sued for that. And they were taking on tons of losses. So they ended up merging with the Cunard Company, which was their original, right, their original competition. They were the faster and company. They were. The they were. Yeah. And that was the Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. Ended up becoming part of that fleet. Um, but ultimately, they don't survive. And um, the Olympic is finally scrapped in 1937. And that's kind of the history of the White Starlight. Right. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Second, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, why would people think that the Titanic is not at the bottom of the ocean and it's another ship? Well, when they got hit by the hawk, they say that the damage was so extensive that it was, wasn't repairable. Like that, that's the rumor though, that there's no like documentation to back that up. But there's the rumor was that the spine was, was broke and that the ship wasn't going to last. So what they did 
was why the two ships were in port together. One get the Olympic getting repairs, the Titanic still being built. They took all the stuff out of the Olympic, all the branding and all the branding out of the Titanic and swapped them. So all the name plates, all the menus, all the plates, the anything that had Titanic written on it, wall hangings and stuff like that. And they paneling. Took it all and they, yep. Art, well, banister, well, like see, literally. that's that's part of the conspiracy that a lot of people don't dig deep enough on to find out that there was yard markers on everything. Right. This was in the ship. Or this wasn't uh, at White Star Line where these two were together. This was Belfast. Belfast, right? Right. Um. And the, <laughs> the company that it was with uh, didn't. Uh, there's a. There was some conspiracy theories about. Uh, there was one where there was a number wrote on the boat that said "No Pope." Right, because you know the Irish didn't like Catholics. That 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 company stopped hiring Catholics and actually kicked out all their Catholics, <laughs> and they 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 didn't hire anybody but Protestants. It said for a long time. Fucking Catholics, am I right? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Gotta get rid of them. <laughs> I, I was an altar boy. I can't. I'll probably get struck by lightning tomorrow. But, okay. uh, <laughs> but like, okay, there was only a few documents that said which was which. Mm-hmm. And even though, yeah, it would take that long to do that, it's plausible that in the time that they're at the shipyard, mm-hmm. some paperwork gets moved around. Right. And this happens. Yep. Um... So part of that conspiracy is that J.P. Morgan kind of knew this was going to happen. He actually planned for it to get hit and Mm -hmm. have damage, take on water, and sink. So he repurposed the Olympic to be the Titanic. Mm -hmm. And when it set sail, they full-on planned for it to hit an iceberg. And it was kind of at the direction of the captain that this was going to happen. There was supposed to be ships within striking distance to pick up all the survivors. The Californian. Right. But it ended up being 20 miles away. Right. Um, they also had a plan to send the... But Olymp- it's, 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 it's important to say that the Californian was owned by J.P. Morgan. The captain, Stanley Lore, he instructed that ship. They, now, there, people were getting, they were getting the same ice warnings as everybody else. And he stopped. He was, he was sitting with that boat stuck in the dock because of the coal shortage that was going on at the time. Okay. And all of a sudden, he had coal. Right when the Titanic was ready to launch and he took off. And he had no passengers. He had no cargo except for 3,000 marine sweaters and blankets. Why was that? Right. And he was, and he ordered the ship to stop at that point you talked about that was 20 miles off. 
he ordered the ship to stop right there and they sat there just before the Titanic sunk. I did not read that. Yes. Um, I did not read that. Yeah, that's all. Yep, and it's all verified by the logs and everything. So they this that that boat did take off. That boat did have that on board. That boat did stop at that location. Now, whether he stopped for the ice, he was just grabbing coal and running home. Well, what was what was the reason he was going there? He was going back to New York. He was headed to New York. Oh. He took off before the Titanic. They got the ice warnings, and he called a full stop. Okay. And they said that was unusual. It was reported that some of the crewmen had reported that it was unusual that he would stop. You know, they get ice warnings a lot. Uh, They spot icebergs. They avoid them. They They weren't the Titanic, so they didn't have to, you know. It was it was easier to maneuver so and it was a very calm night for all accounts which was odd in that part of the ocean but they did have ice warning i mean they they knew pretty much before they left they had already had wireless transmissions that said um that that there was there was ice mm-hmm. and he actually sailed south to try to get away from it right um, I don't know enough about the conditions that night and now, whether or not. Down, did you did you hear about the bunker fire? Yes, the, the, the ship was literally on fire when it took off. Right. So there was a fire in the bunker, and when it had stopped, they they said when it came into you know it did its like test run where they were, they went through and, and that fire was going on inside the boat. When they docked, they said that there were several workers that refused to get back on the boat. So one of the conspiracies is that the iceberg had nothing to do with it. Right. Um, and I mean, it kind of makes sense because the, the thing is on fire. Mm-hmm. That was what generated all the power of the, of the time. Now, I mean, did you know where this this fire story came from? No. Best name ever, who? Patty the Pig. <laughs> okay, <laughs> tell me who Patty the Pig is. Patty the Pig <laughs> is an Irishman, and his real name was James Patty Fenton. <laughs> and he, and this guy went around from bar to bar talking about how there was a fire in the bunkers and he worked on the Titanic and when he told everybody he told the story so much that it was known that he said there was a fire in the bunkers and when they hit the iceberg the water rushed in and it exploded the hull now it's like the steam yes yeah so that's why the I guess like that's why it was able to rip through the rest of it or whatever. Well, now in 1985, when they found the Titanic, the camera goes by right where he said the fire happened, and the metal plating is blown outward. That that it, what he's that saying verifying what he said right where he said that there was a fire. There was 
where the hole started and the first part of it is the metal is actually bent outward. I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The temperatures are so hot. Coal burns really hot and you need that heat to boil the steams, turn you know, to make everything work. Mm-hmm. That completely makes sense. Right. And that's a lot of people think and that, that, you know, the iceberg theory is it, it's just a theory. Right. Like it's not considered fact. They they think that there's a lot of reasons why it sank. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get into when we get to, to the end and we kind of explain our position. Yeah. We'll get into why a lot of people disagree with just the iceberg right well see some of the conspiracy is still that unfortunately the Olympic slash Titanic still hit the iceberg and sunk and that's why the Californian wasn't close enough to save everybody because it wasn't ready it wasn't ready to go down that's interesting so it just seems like a really big gamble for somebody because they estimate like, it was insured for five million dollars. Um, and JP Morgan literally had enough money to bankroll the United States because there was a banking crisis in 1907 and 1908, which we're like a hundred years. It's like a hundred years of a mirror economy. <laughs> you know that, right? But like almost the same exact thing that happened in 2008 happened in 1908. Yeah, and he was going to bankroll the entire United States. Yeah, it's so I don't know how much in dollars the Titanic was worth. About then, seven and a half million, I think. So again, we have to go to our inflation calculator. Um, I mean, it's. I think it's around four hundred million today. Okay. I think I had that. Yeah, I got that somewhere. Seven point five million in the boat cost, and it's about four hundred million today. Okay. Well, there you go. I got a couple fun facts about the uh, Titanic. Well, let's do those right now. Okay, so uh, we first talk about the classes, right? There's There was 2,223 passengers, 885 crew, right? 325 first-class passengers. Now, first-class ticket was like $4,350 back then. Inflation, that thing's like $83,200 for a ticket in first class. I mean, that's a good ticket. That's the Super Bowl. That's it. You know, (laughs) that's crazy, right? And then second class, it drops dramatically. It's like by today's day, it's $60. It's like $1,200 today. And and then third class was $40. Uh, You could even go lower. There was some, you know, there was like where Jackson slept. So (laughs) that's Uh, like when you fly, like when UPS had an airline. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> chickens flying around. Yeah, you're sitting next to a goat. That's, <laughs> that's what that you, ticket is. Every little creek, you're like, I'm dying. I'm gonna die. Right. I'm gonna die right. Yeah. So, so out of those people, there's there's a uh, the survival rates were first class was sixty percent, forty two percent for second, and twenty six percent for. The rest. The biggest hit was to the crew. Out of 885, 685 of them died. It was like mostly crew that died. They were like the band we know from the movie. They went down. I mean, the captain went down. So. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, but uh, here's a here's another one for the uh, for the feminists in the crowd. <laughs> um, 52 children died, 89 women, but 1,329 men died. And what's, yeah. what's fucked up about that is that when they got back, any male survivors really got harassed about women and children that were dead. Like, how are you alive? And they're not. Like, to the point where this, is, this is, leads into another story, little story here real quick. There's a guy... This, the Titanic was the only first and only time in history that a car was claimed on insurance for hitting an iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. So there's a there's a guy that that uh, was on the Titanic, right? And he had a uh, 25 horsepower Renault, and from the cargo manifest it looked like it was maybe in a crate so it was in the cargo hold of the titanic where where the iceberg hit so it went down with the ship so he claimed that that car on his insurance and they paid it five grand right this guy goes back to the he he's on the ship with his wife and child he gets them on a lifeboat he says i'm i gotta go and check for others or whatever. And he takes off running and he meets up with a friend of his that he met on the boat or whatever. And they're running up and down. And that from that, their story, they said they were yelling out, is there any more women and women and children? And finally they got on a boat. Well, he got to one of the rescue boats before when they, you know, after they did and he reunites with her, they come back to the States. He makes his claim on his boat and after getting just harassed for being alive and like, how are you being alive? And his wife started turning on him and saying that she, he abandoned her and the kid oh, and they got geez. on the boat. They end up getting a divorce, but that guy claimed a car hit by an iceberg on his insurance. Equal pay, Brandon. Yep. We should get equal pay. Equal pay. <laughs> Bill Burr actually did a bit I about it. I love it. Yeah, for some, some reason, for some reason. <laughs> yeah. if there's a crisis, you and the babies. <laughs> yep. If the Titanic, if we're on the Titanic and it's going down, <laughs> women and children get to get on the boat. <laughs> so. um, that's interesting about the car. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. I was trying to find the guy's name. I can't remember what the guy's name was, but he, it, it was a pretty funny story. I was like, the only time it was... Uh, a car was claimed on insurance for hitting an iceberg. On top of it, a couple banged in the back and ruined the interior. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 
I don't know. Here's some fun facts real quick, and then we'll get into what I think and what you think. All right. It's 882 feet long. Um, it took 825 tons of coal per day. Right. That which is that was a metric ton. So standard tons, that's like 910 tons a day. 10,000 lamps <laughs> on the boat. Right? Right. Um, we said it cost seven and a half million. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in 1912 money. Um, two people died building it. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, it took 20 horses just to take the anchor to the shipyard. Jesus. 14,000 gallons of drinking water were proposed to be used every 24 hours. Hmm. They had um, an allotment of 40,000 eggs to be used every day or for uh, the the trip. Um, They took a thousand bottles of wine. Now, (laughs) it it was short lifeboats. Sounds like it was short wine. (laughs) You would think, right? Thousand bottles. That sounds that might, is a thousand dollars an hour. It says the number taken on board. That's crazy. Now it doesn't count liquor and beer. Okay. I pay, um, I pay eighty three thousand. You better fucking bring all the wine. <laughs> <laughs> so it actually had more lifeboats than was required by the law. I know they always say like it was short lifeboats. Right. Well, that's that's a weird law. <laughs> right. It, it had twenty out of sixty four possible, and that's like <laughs> the capacity is like eleven hundred and seventy eight for that many, and there was thirty five hundred forty seven people on the boat. Okay, so there's thirteen people on their honeymoon. It took two hours and forty minutes to sink, and really, it was. Uh, there's actually a documentary you can watch. That does a literal minute by minute reenactment, not with real people, but like an animation. I didn't watch that, but like literally, it's two. It's a movie that's two hours and forty minutes. You can watch it on YouTube. Thirty-one hmm. percent uh, of the people survived. Right. Um, two dogs survived. <laughs> <laughs> out of how many <laughs> I don't know I never is this a, a happy total, story or I, a I sad never, one I never got a total number <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was 18 meters below the surface of the water when it was um, functioning correctly so like it's I mean, what is that 54 feet yeah jeez right jeez yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how how deep. Wait, is your how deep is like a aircraft carrier? Is it that far? I don't know. This the the, the Titanic sat like sixty feet deep in the water, which is relatively deep for a ship. Really deep, sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that that's the same. They have the same. Yeah. No. Um. But they've recovered all kinds of stuff. 6,000 artifacts from the site. They're held in a museum. Um, and, you know, it sank 
it took such a long time to find because it sank to like 12,000 feet. Yeah, it was down there. 12,600 feet and um, you know, it took like a mini submarine to get down and even find it. Right. And, and they, it started... They, it, they didn't stay down there too long either. I mean, when they first found it, it wasn't... Now, I can't imagine the pressure's got to be ridiculous. Yeah. But they were um, uh, able to they, they pulled a piece up of the Titanic. There's a rather large piece of the metal side of the Titanic got pulled up. And I didn't read that. Yeah. So there it is that the Titanic was switched for the Olympic um, for an insurance scam. There's a lot of things. There's the boat that went to California that went to meet it with sort of like uh, provisions for shipwrecked people and nothing on board but that. There's a a wrecked ship that was for all intents and purposes lost like a complete loss Mm -hmm. and that sort of gives it credit. There's also the fact that you know yeah, JP Morgan doesn't like to lose money. He's nope. not in the business of losing money. He only makes money. Mm-hmm. Um, he has all the control in the world. And even though, you know, things are marked, there's it's the robber way baron. To do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> not to mention, they were both in the same shipyard at the same time. Mm-hmm. Twice. Twice. Right. Uh, uh, the so like Olympic right threw off- a prop and then it had to come back in. So it was in the port for seven days when the Titanic was in, still being built. After the 44 days from the Hawk damage. So, do you want me to start with what I think? Go ahead. Or- okay. So right off the bat, there's a ton of pictures. Now, one of the problems with this conspiracy is that there's footage that... Okay, so when you make a movie, you shoot your shot, okay? And then every movie in the history of movies has what's called B-roll. And B-roll is stuff that you didn't shoot that you picked up from somewhere else and you included in your movie. So, like, say you're shooting a movie or a a show about hunting. You may do, like, a bunch of shots that really don't pertain to any story where you're going through your land, like, on a four-wheeler or whatever. Right. And you'll take that and you'll cut it and you'll put it into movies or your show about hunting and mm-hmm. it makes it look like there's a progression. Okay, well the problem is there are a bunch of Titanic films that use the Olympic maiden voyage as mm-hmm. Titanic's maiden voyage. Right. So that has led a bunch of people to pick things out look at certain um, parts of the ship 
And all because some a-hole producer was like, you know, we need some B-roll of a white Starline ship. Um, And then he cut it into a Titanic film. Right. Uh, The other thing is there's there's several different um, characteristics of the ship itself. One of them was that... There's the actual portholes on the ship. Yeah. Um, have like an alternating pattern mm-hmm. on or a more concentric pattern on the Titanic. Whereas like on the Olympic, they're more unevenly spaced. It was it was the count. There were sixteen originally on um, the Olympic and then there was fourteen on the Titanic. Right. Originally. Um some people point to um, there was some like half circle type of windows um, that had a certain amount of columns mm-hmm. on the Olympic that weren't on the Titanic. There was like three on the Olympic and two columns on the Titanic. Um, and then there's the actual painting of where the Titanic was. And it's in a little bit different place than where the Olympic was. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, when I first heard this, I'm like, well, the ship sank. I mean, what, what's the conspiracy? But then when I started looking into it, at first, I was way on the other side. I'm like, oh, the Olympic's <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> I really did think that. Um, B. Morgan's a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, he risked all those people's lives and and that's something that people do, man. That is something to do. But, you know, the more I kind of read about it and and the interiors and all that, and even though it would be easy to switch the numbers of the ships, um, it wouldn't really make sense to have a 401 as the first ship and 400 as the second ship. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of think the Titanic's at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the... The other thing was it was underinsured. Um, The ship cost seven and a half million at the time. It was Um, insured for five. Right. So, and when you factor in lawsuits... They were way over it. Like two and a half million over it by the time the personal loss lawsuits went through. Right. And it's just... The company itself ended up folding. Mm-hmm. Um, it needed all kinds of subsidies just to stay afloat, uh, which I'm sure had to be paid back in some way. <clears throat> I just don't. I, it doesn't really make sense that that's not the Titanic at the bottom of the ocean. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said a little prematurely earlier, the the two boats were only in port together for about 44 days and like I said there it took about seven months to put the interiors just the interiors in the Olympic before it set sail on its maiden voyage now there's a picture of the Olympic in the background being that was in for port for repairs and in the foreground is a very very incomplete the Titanic 
Right. And to think that they could swap all that stuff on that very incomplete boat. I mean, it only had one stack on it when it, the picture was taken. So, and like most of us, a lot of the metal wasn't even on it or anything. It was just floatable. So it was in the dock to get, you know, a lot of the work done. So, cause it starts out in dry dock and then they put it into the normal dock. Well, <clears throat> yeah, they'd have to do, not only would you have to do that in an incredible amount of time, you'd, you'd like you said, you'd need in a substantial crew to do that. And then, keep all of them silent would be a monumental task because you're talking about Irish people. <laughs> <laughs> Again, at the bar, at the bar telling stories. They're going to tell stories at the bar. They're going to make songs about it. <laughs> They're going to sing, They're gonna sing it all together in a bar somewhere, in some pub. But the other thing is, like you said, it was severe the insurance thing goes right out the window because it was severely underinsured and they made nothing off of it they lost money so if that was the plan it was a horrible horrible plan there was talk that they switched the that they they up upped it right before they left but there's no proof of that happening it, and, and and no insurance company right before you're getting ready to go on your maiden voyage have your customer come in with panic in their eyes and want to add more to their their insurance tells you it's like a red flag you know <laughs> like, well, Don't why, that guy. why are you so nervous and sweaty right now so <laughs> i was watching cops so, yeah right. <laughs> so so I, it, it, that part it just doesn't make any sense and then with the the whole JP Morgan Federal Reserve thing, like I said before, the two guys never really even took a stance on it publicly. And Strauss was actually for it, supposedly. So that that kind of takes that out of the mix too. Like there's no reason for him to like do this elaborate scheme. I mean, if you got that much money, you can just have some guys off. You know what I mean? I don't think you have to sink a ship. You know, I agree. That you they build is unsinkable. <laughs> exactly, and this is one. This, this is one thing we did not cover at all. But they, when the Titanic went down, they actually redid the hulls of both the ships, because a lot of people say that it was like um, a very fragile hull, and the way it was built um, kind of led to its sinking. But in actuality, it was compartmentalized, mm-hmm. and a lot of things had to happen. Yep. For it to sink, and when they redid, they they actually made double hulls mm-hmm. in the Olympic and the Britannic. But it didn't matter; these things are massive, man. And once they start taking on water, um, the Britannic actually sank faster than the Titanic. The the Britannic sank within a minute, you know. Yeah. Yep. I, so... I I do, however, think that that the fire theory. Yeah, it could have played a part. I mean, that, that that totally could have played a part in it once the iceberg hit it and introduced that water, the steam, that immediate steam. Because you're talking about water, it was 28 degrees. And if there's a f- smoldering fire in the bunker, which would been, it would probably been a, a coal fire is what I'm guessing that they were talking about. Well, be. that's kind of the, the Chernobyl blast is what, what um, caused the blast. Yeah. They had when they drained the water from the tanks it they shut it down and when they actually 
let water in, the core was so hot that it just instantly exploded. Right. And it created a steam bomb, basically, and blew, like, the top off the whole thing. So that, I mean, that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But as far as, like, an insurance scam, in my eyes, I'm saying that's false and it didn't happen. Yeah, that, it, that, that kid just couldn't. And with the, the swapping of the boats, they like like we were saying, everything, even the wood paneling on the walls had 400 or 401 marked on it. If you flipped it over, it had it on it. Every piece of furniture had it on it. Right. And they, they know this because they can show it from the dismantling of the Olympics. And they also know it by artifacts that they pulled up from the Titanic. Right. All the all the stuff that came off the Olympic was stamped 400. And as right. far as and and all the stuff that came up from the Titanic was 401 from what they yeah. found. I think they I think they found like six pieces that had 401 on it or something like that. So the, the and the other thing was is that there was a there was this we got this rare glimpse when. They found the boat in 1985, and they were they were they were swimming around it. And one of the famous, even even James Cameron saw it, where the, the wheelhouse, where the steering wheel is. It's kind of a famous point to go to and look at because it was the steering wheel of the boat, right? Well, but that that bulkhead that was like in front of that steering wheel, it was on the floor plans for the two boats. On the Olympic, it was curved, but on the Titanic, it was straight. And clearly in the video of everybody's video, when they see that wheelhouse, the wall that's right in front of the steering wheel is is obviously straight. There's not a big curve to it. And you can see that on the floor plan. There's there's a lot of other things that would have had to happen just besides switching the furnishings because the two ships had different B-decks. The... The Titanics was expanded. They expanded the restaurant. They added a cafe. They got rid of all the um, the promenades that walked down the sides, and they expanded the restaurants into those promenades. They expanded the cafe into that promenade. So they there would have been a like lo- a Parisian, yep. uh, l- l- cafe. lunch cafe or something like yep. that, right? Right. Yep. So that would have that that would have had to happen to the Olympic. They would have had to make that room still build those rooms and blow out the walls and and everything so it's not just a furniture swap it was a construction swap too you had to change the two boats upper b deck layouts so that's a that's a freaking lot now that's you know if you just had to switch up like some carpeting and menus and stuff like that that's one thing but but to switch the, the building layout on the on the B deck would it would that be astronomical? So that kind of throws it right. I mean, a lot of this stuff just throws it right out the window. There's just no way that the boat on the bottom of the ocean is the Olympic. It's 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 the Titanic. I have complete agreement. This and this, not to mention, this didn't come on for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from. Uh, Actually, original- I found out it's not. I found out that back in Ireland in Belfast, that not long after the the wreck happened, that there was chatter. Well, okay. but it was only it was only kind of like right there. That's it was only the talk of the town. It was like right because like this a is the internet, the, like this right. is the internet conspiracy. Yeah. Like not too long ago, when I when I looked up like where 
yeah. actually this came from. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, you're right. You are correct. Like immediately they thought it was some kind mm-hmm. of some kind of scam or some way mm-hmm. because there was a lot of bad fortune that the White Star Line had. <laughs> and I'm not like joking, but like really. <laughs> I mean, you know, the three ships they commissioned to build each hit something. Right. Which major. Yep. And they each had major damage and two of them were lost. I mean, well, not a very good record. I don't think shipbuilding's your thing, man. It's a... <laughs> Have you heard about planes? Right. Is well, guys in Dayton are doing a lot. Our, our military right might have messed up by not like <laughs> getting them to go over to the enemies in World War One and having them build boats for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> They'd be sinking all over the fucking place. Um, but it is weird that he actually used it. It, it. I will say this. It's weird that he actually used the Olympic to ram a U-boat and it sank a U-boat, <laughs> but it scraped an iceberg and completely sank. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's why I, I'm, I, I am open to believing that the fire played a big part in the sinking of the ship right. and it wasn't just the iceberg because it seems like the the damage that the Olympic took on was a lot similar to the damage the, the Titanic took on but the Olympic didn't sink right okay now here's here's the funny thing the, Patty the pig <laughs> Started, I love that guy. Started the rumor about the 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 uh, fire in the bulkhead, and he he would go around to the bars and he would tell everybody about it. And um, turns out, like somebody did some research on him, and they can't find his name because he said he was on the crew and he survived it, and they can't find his name anywhere on the crew, like, never having worked on it or anything. Huh. So. This guy, and this guy was pretty infamous with his story. I mean, like, people knew who he was, you know? And he introduced himself as Patty the Pig. But he he would tell these stories, but apparently nobody can find him on a... They said, now, with, like, guests, that wouldn't have been as big of a red flag. But for the crew, the crew's name should have been that. Should have been on the manifest. So... Is he undocumented? <laughs> He's a dirty Catholic <laughs> is probably what it is. That probably is what it is. Um, I mean, it seems crazy that he would say make a claim like that, and it would be he. He just got he just got lucky. He got lucky, and it was it was the hole was right where he said it was. I mean, that's that's good luck. That's pretty lucky. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna say the Titanic's at the bottom. The conspiracy is not true. Yeah, this conspiracy is busted big time. There's there's just no way. I mean, there's too much working against it. I agree. And uh and, and at the end of the day, nothing was really gained. No, nobody got got anything good out of that except for JP Morgan got his Federal Reserve, but I, I think that would have happened anyway. That was that was going to happen regardless. Yeah, I don't think that was going to and like I said, it was pretty elaborate hit job. Yeah, 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 and he took a ton of bad press. I mean, you know, I mean, the guy's got a lot of money. So, if he did hire some people to take pull this thing off, 
I doubt anybody would have looked at him sideways. Like, ah, he's just a rich asshole. He does things all crazy and expensive. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just shoot him in the fucking head? Because I'm J.P. Morgan. Get out there. Sink the whole Titanic. It is very interesting, though. And like I said, when I first when I first started looking at it, um, my wife and I, I'm like, we think. I was like, hey, we're going to do some research. We're going to watch some YouTube. And uh, we start watching. She's like, oh, that that isn't the Titanic. And I'm like, it can't be that easy. And I, <laughs> but it, I, immediately I thought, oh, that's that's not the Titanic. But yeah. When I, got, get, deep, when I got deep in the rabbit hole too. I was pretty deep in the rabbit hole. Oh, I I went, yeah. And, and then all of a sudden I watched one guy's video. And he, yep. and he put out like five facts real quick. Like his video might have been two minutes long. And I, yeah. I'm like, I just wasted like two days. I know. I got a notebook full of notes. And this guy just blew too. it all out of the water in five I words. <laughs> I hate when that happens. I love that's what we do. That's what yep. we're doing. <laughs> right, we finally got a conclusion to one. Right, we fi- I feel like we did. I'm, I'm fine saying that the Titanic is at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm Anthony. I'm Brandon. And this is everything that's weird.